Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host, Jared. And I'm Edwina. And this is our Once More with Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Today, Eddie, we are doing Season 5, Episode 10. Into, into the thick the of it. Into the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods we go. Into the woods we go. Into the woods we go. This episode first aired December 19th, 2000. Written and directed by Marty Noxon. Mm-hmm. Yes, Eddie. Over to you. This is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan, but Jared has never watched the series all the way through, and I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. And you said this is the worst of three specials that we're doing? Yeah, <laughs> Episodes. so it's kind of that season five, three-episode run, and, and the issue is is that you can't skip them no. because they are serialised. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, yeah. But you do skip them sometimes, don't you? For a first viewer, you can't oh, skip Oh, you them. sort of have to. I think you can kind of skip. No, you can't really skip. I think you can skip the middle one. It's it's funny when people talk about skipping, you know, saying, recommending series. I've seen people talk about TNG. And oh, maybe the first season you should skip it. But you can't really, though. You can't yeah. really skip the episodes. Like, you do have to watch them at least once to know something. And hey, it's your favourite show. There might be something in there you like, even if everything else is bad. It's... Still, always something to yeah. Like. So, so sometimes I'll skip the the middle one that we. Well, you've watched listen, them a thousand that, times. Yeah, that, you can do that. That, that listening to fear, I'd, I'd probably skip that one. Um, unfortunately, you do have to watch this episode because some big stuff does. Well, go well, down. we see the end of Riley, so that finally concludes exactly. So that's kind of a. Kind of a overarching uh, arc that's ending, so yeah. But also, you get the conclusion of uh, Joyce's operation, and that she's recovering. Hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. Good news for her. Yeah. So you sort of get the conclusion of two plot lines that have been threaded throughout this entire half of the series. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, well, let's just get into the summary. I'm just going to jump into that. and then we, we'll, So, I wrote, oh, well, no. I wrote you two summaries. You wrote me two. <laughs> so, I wrote you a nice short one. Right. Oh, okay. And, and then I wrote you a long one because I was in a really... All right. Um, can I do the short one? <laughs> <laughs> do the short one then. Do the I'm, short I one? I might have been in a slightly foul mm. mood. <laughs> okay, so this is the short one. Buffy's mum's surgery is a success. Spike shows Buffy that Riley is getting a crack house suck job. Spike and Riley argue, then commiserate. Buffy and Riley argue, ending in a stupid time-sensitive ultimatum. Buffy and Xander argue, ending with her making a stupid romantic dash to Riley. Riley leaves not seeing Buffy because he is too cool to look out the window while the helicopter is taking off the end. Okay, that was awful. <laughs> we get the gist of it. Yep, that that's what happened that episode. Yep, I won't argue with that. Yeah. Or do you, do you want to? I did also do a proper one. No, that's fine. I think we'll just roll with that. That's good. That's great. So, what else have you got for us, Eddie? I'm guessing it's not nice. <laughs> yeah, as as you can tell by my summary, I'm I'm not very impressed by this episode. It has oh, it shows so many issues. Uh, this. This episode always has me screaming at the TV. <laughs> uh, and, the, well, the thing is, is that I was – I always try to find the good things 
in these episodes. Right, well, even let- if even if there's an episode I don't particularly like, there, there might be something in there that is actually good. Like there'll be one scene that's really good. Kind of like, you know, in Where the Wild Things Are, you have the scene with Giles singing and you've got Spike and Anya talking about the, the good old days when they used to be evil. Like it's a terrible episode, but it had these moments that redeemed it. There's just no redeemable moments in this. <laughs> All right, so you, you got nothing positive to say. Are you, are you? Riley gets in the helicopter and doesn't look out the window. Yeah, that that's about the best thing about this episode. Well, I can think of something. Okay. Do you mind if I bring up? So yeah, I thought sure. the little conversation that uh, Riley and Spike had was kind of a good moment. Would yes. you would you say that's a All good right. moment? It's not really a good moment. Well, he starts off like threatening to kill him and then they uh, just sit there drinking. The it's stu- the-, the stupid thing with the plastic fucking spike is what what pisses like this <laughs> plastic steak. Like who would go to that? It's like that's just pointless. Like <laughs> no point. It's just ridiculous. No pun intended. Like it's like the stupidest thing ever. Um but but yeah. it's, it's him sh- kind of showing his domineering, like, hey, I could have just killed you then, but I didn't. So, yeah, thank you. So, but it just gives Spike the chance to work his manipulation that he does on everyone, which is pointing out uh, you know, those those insecurities, the things that you're insecure about, he'll bring them to the forefront. And they hurt the most when he points them out because they're the things that you already think about yourself. Yeah. He's good, at, he's good at that. And so Spike is just feeding into what Riley is already feeling. Mm-hmm. And it's it's almost like that confirms it for him because Spike has said it. Yeah. It, it confirms it in his head. That it brings he it right. out and with someone else acknowledges it, then you kind of have to deal with it then. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's his yeah. MO. That's what he does all the time. And he's really good at it. Yeah. So I thought that was... A good moment. So, and there's nothing else, Eddie. Nothing else you can. No. All no. right. So. So it's just all downhill from here, everyone. Well, I will say the rest of the season does improve. Mm-hmm. From here I on hope out. So. From here on out, the rest of. The, I'm like, struggling. Like, like we've if we've both been struggling with this. Like, there's a lot <laughs> of other things together. going on. And yeah, we've been struggling doing these episodes because they're not the great thought-provoking think play pieces that Buffy can be. Uh, these are just. They they feel like filler episodes <laughs> until Ooh, the they get filler episodes until they get to the to the meat of the the season and it, it's probably something that used to happen like TV shows don't really have twenty two episode runs anymore and this is why yeah is because you do have like you end up with these filler episodes that don't really help the show. Can I, can I think of those infamous filler episodes? Remember Lost? Mm. Remember the, uh, was that other couple who had their own little episode? I, I am probably <laughs> one of the only people that actually like that episode. <laughs> it, did, it did bring up a few things that were probably nothing the characters were aware of. Mm. But people, the audience realised there was a couple little loose tie-ins that, that were thrown in there. Yeah. Um, but again, you could take it out and it wouldn't make a difference. Yeah. I just shot a bear. Yes. Um. So. Um. Yeah. So uh, I think it's been so pretty much the past four episodes have pretty much just been back to back, which is very unusual for Buffy. That doesn't normally happen. 
So each episode can can be like a few weeks or a few days from the previous one yeah, sort of yeah, thing, exactly. even months. Yeah. Yeah. It's very unusual. Like like you might have two or three episodes but not four four episodes in a row that are just back to back. And I think it's a thing in storytelling where it's kind of hard for characters to be in certain locations and, and positions when you follow it on from the previous episode. So everyone's mm. like in the start position and the finish position at the start and beginning of every episode. So you can't really advance the plot too much because you're sort of confined to where everyone is at the moment. So there's not, you know, someone can't be in Los Angeles for some reason. And, yeah. Or, you know, there's you've got to follow that narrative. Yeah. So you kind of, yeah, you're restricted sometimes when you do that. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I, should I just jump straight into my Riley rant? Cause this, I'll this, get over and done this, with. This whole episode. I think this episode will be real Riley rant. Yeah. This whole episode <laughs> revolves around Riley uh, and his insecurities and it really does come down to the fact that Buffy and Riley don't communicate very well. Yeah. And a good example of this is Anya and, and Xander. As opposed to a couple that communicate really well, is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, they they actually communicate surprisingly well because when Anya was having those insecurities and feeling like she was just a convenience, she just outright said it to Xander. Yeah, she doesn't have a filter though, so she'll just she'll just say it anyway. She That's was, her. She, she was like, "They're going. You don't need me. You don't um, want me. I just provide you with lots of orgasms." Like you know, she's just <laughs> she just let it out so to speak you know she communicated her issues riley doesn't do that mm. so i do feel it's very unfair on buffy cuz i think she got a bit blindsided cuz she didn't realize there was an issue yeah and then xander coming along going duh how did you not see it when he was also privy to information that she wasn't privy to yeah feels like also a bit of a slap in the face what from him, from Xander? You say yeah, or? like well, I mean, it's it's hard Xander, to sort of Xander, say something. to Xander say. never said anything to her, it, but it's hard to approach people like that, you know, and, and to say that he said this about you, you know. I mean, how do you approach someone and well, say that? Well, it does come down like really. All it is is that Buffy hasn't said "I love you" to Riley, or he hasn't said "I love you" back to him at this point. That's all it really is. But he has never asked Buffy, why haven't you said I love you back to me? Mm. Like he never does that. Like he never initiates it, which is why he's like, you say say you're doing this, but I don't feel it. You know, that was sort of his comeback Mm. line to her. I Can we talk about maybe, um, we'll still continue with the Riley rant, but Mm -hmm. I was reading somewhere that, one of the issues with the relationship as a TV relationship mm. was for Buffy to have a relationship, to have a stable relationship is too boring. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't like it, it's just, yeah, it just gets boring. So they have to create the drama in order to keep the story interesting. Because if they're all happy and everything, then they don't go anywhere. It's like the. The X Files or the Will They Won't They thing, yeah, and the whole thing is so much more interesting in that aspect of the relationship of Will They Won't They than when they actually do. It's like, ah, uh, well, that's that's boring now. That's like that whole story uh, gone now. That that interesting part of the story. Yeah, I guess. But- so they have to make him a bit of an asshole 
and in order for, to for there to be to for there to be drama. Yeah, but it, it just feels like he's a bit of a whiny. It did seem weird that he would just go off and start getting sucked by vampires like that. Yeah. Well, I, it really does have this uh, cheating and drug use metaphor that's involved in that. Yeah. Get yeah. It, like because of where the placement of where, like on the arm. Yeah, she's on the arm. And there's arm kind of also the, this masochist element as well, where he's like, you know, bite harder. Yeah. He said it in this episode. <laughs> yes. it wasn't the last episode. Wasn't the last episode. This, yeah, yeah, he said bite harder. Yeah, and and also the setting that they're in, like yeah, just it, dump it, die yeah. of a place where you could just switch vampires with needles, and it, it would be the the same situation. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I think I think it's a little unfair on Riley in that aspect. Like he was set up as a nice guy, but they turned him into this prick but in it, order for for there to be drama in the show. But at the time, I don't. I think. It hasn't aged very well because you can kind of see the cracks appearing. What hasn't aged well? Uh, The way that he behaves because what it does come down to is he also cannot handle her being more powerful. Yeah. Um, And and the other thing is if she had have managed to catch the helicopter, if she managed to get there in time, would he have stayed? Or would he have just said it's too little, too late? Yeah, I was kind of thinking that too. Like, was he not going to go? I mean, they got to that point already. It's like, it's kind of done now, you know. Um, See ya. (laughs) (laughs) Bye! Or would they be able to work it out? That's the other thing. Like, And the other thing is, he didn't actually have to leave on that helicopter. (laughs) He could have just driven off in the car. It didn't have to be that dramatic. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, so he was leaving with that special forces team, but mm. he knew how to contact them any time. So he would have been able to catch the next one. I don't know. Something. Say like try to work things out with Buffy. When that doesn't work out, he could have just called them on the phone and said, "Hey, I'm ready to leave." Mm. <laughs> like, and as he's going away, he's like, "Like it's just this this time sensitive one in a once in a like it yeah, made, it made, yeah. it's made out it's to a little be, contrived. You're made right. out to be this." Once in a lifetime opportunity that he's taking, kind of situation when really he's he's just running away, he's running away from the problem. Yeah, exactly. Not solving the problem, just running away. Yeah. And as he flies off, hasta la vista, baby. And also, who doesn't look out the window while they're <laughs> taking off in a helicopter? Yeah, oh, the view's boring up there. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see when you're up high in a helicopter. It's night time. I don't need to look out the window. No, just stare straight ahead in front of you and just like, yeah, there's nothing out there. Yeah. Well, as we know, peripheral vision is very it's over- terrible. Underrated. This, yeah, no <laughs> one has peripheral vision in this show. I'm surprised he didn't make out that he could hear her. <laughs> That'd be funny. He wasn't wearing headphones. You know how loud those things I are. I know. I know. They don't wear them because they look cool. They wear them because it's. Yeah. But I do really get pissed at this episode because it is that thing where Buffy goes from, you know, she's been so stressed out about her mum for like weeks. Yeah. And then she gets like this tiny little reprieve time and then all of a sudden her relate, like she's, so she goes from one minute thinking she's about to lose her mum to the next minute losing her boyfriend. Yeah. It's just, she just gets kicked while she's down already. Right. And like, just as she's feeling like the weight's been lifted off her shoulders, it pretty much gets dropped from a higher height. Yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah, it's hard to watch like your protagonist constantly getting mm. kicked while they're down already. Um, and then, but she doesn't just get like it's 
Yeah, she pretty much gets hit by both Spike, Riley and Xander as well. Mm. And I don't know. It's also when I think I first watched this, it was like Riley sitting there going, you don't love me enough. Or she doesn't love him passionately enough. It, it does come down to him not saying, you know, I love you. Like yeah, her, her saying, I, yeah. it does come down to her not saying, I love you back. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. That's it. And then he's also cannot handle her power. Um, and he wanted her to be vulnerable. So he could help her. So he, yeah. she would de- depend on him. But he also wasn't putting in that effort to do that as well. Like, But he wasn't creating a space for her to be vulnerable in. How, how, would, how would he create a space I don't know, like, to be vulnerable? How about, hey, how about I come over after you bring your mum home from the hospital and I help you do the dishes and we have a talk? Yeah, okay, that works. <laughs> Yeah, I'll allow it. <laughs> you know, or how about, you know, they actually just talk. But, yeah, when he wanted her to be vulnerable, it was in the middle of a hospital hallway a few metres from her mum and sister at a time when she had to keep her shit together. Yeah. And that's when he was like, let it out, let it out. <laughs> like it was an inappropriate time to be doing that. Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, he was trying here. Yeah. I don't know. Not tr- not, no, I'll but she wasn't, right she wasn't doing things at the right time when he wanted her to do them. Like oh, it was, God. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, Are you out of your mind? Or, you know, how about I help you shoulder some of your burdens? Like just talk to her. Just ask yeah, her just, a question. It, it, it like, just needs to talk. That's that's all you need sometimes, just someone just, to talk instead, to. Instead, he just let it – he also had nothing else going on, do you, which do you, also I don't think helped. Cause so, so Buffy was his number one priority. Yeah. But he was not her number one priority. No, she, well, had, she had lots of priorities. She had she had she had a whole ton of priorities. Like these kind of apocalyptic world ending things and yeah. <laughs> yes. Mom, always keep popping her up. Mum somehow. dying, looking after her kid sister. She's trying to also work out what her slayer powers are or what it means to be a slayer. Season five, still haven't worked it out yet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. So, do you also think that it was a spiteful thing that uh, Riley was doing to stick it up a, a little bit? Yes. Getting bitten. Well, it was, wasn't it? Yes. I mean, he kind of said yeah. that. Yeah, he did. A few episodes, did. didn't you, when you got bitten by Angel? The fact that he was like, oh, Angel and Dracula had, had this power over her. Well, had, had tasted her in mm. that way. In- he wanted to feel what it was like. He wanted to feel what they felt. Yeah. So, it was a spiteful thing that he was doing as well, wasn't it? I guess yeah. the... Yeah. yeah, the whole crack house and stuff. Yeah, definitely spiteful. But the truth of the matter is, even if Buffy had made him number one priority, I still don't think it would have worked because, again, they're still not communicating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think they ever would. <laughs> like, And, yeah, and he had an issue with her being more powerful because they're not equals and they're never going to be equals. That's the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now, my next rant is a shut the fuck up Xander moment. Okay, so his little speech at the end is what you're talking about, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, And I'm going to actually break down the conversation like with Xander. All right, yep. Uh, I was going to do the same thing for Riley and Buffy's argument, um, but it would have just been Riley going, hit me, hit me, blame, 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 wah, wah, wah. Blame, blame, wah, stupid time-sensitive ultimatum. 
Uh, and yeah, he really does blame Buffy for, for his, everything, for, yeah. for everything, and it's actually his issues. Yeah, um, and it's his insecurities. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the fact that he isn't communicating it to her. And how do you fix? How do you fix something if you don't know it's broken? That's the other thing. How does she change the situation if she doesn't know there is a situation that yeah. needs to be changed? Well, as you said, she was completely blindsided for it mm. and then had like five minutes to react to it. Yeah. And then, yeah, the, the leave at midnight thing. As I said, it was completely he, – he didn't need to do that. Mm. It wasn't this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. <laughs> yeah. He could very easily get back in contact with them. <laughs> yeah, he called them last week. They turned up in five minutes. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Um. All right, so – so, so you wanted to talk about Xander's yeah, little so I'm going to do Xander's. Rant. So it starts in the alleyway. Do I need to play the thing? No. No. Okay. I Xander steps out and goes, I thought you might need to talk. Then I saw the skirmish happen and I was going to lend a hand, but I noticed you grew a few extra ones. Actually, she does so, sort of absolutely annihilate those. Yeah, she does. Even, the, like, one, even the one that runs away. She's yeah. like, hmm. No, I don't think so. Yeah, because that was crack. That was crack whore. <laughs> that was that was the one that was yes. buster sucking him yeah, off. <laughs> the heroin heroin chic like, crack whore. Actually, that that was the one that was doing it. No, she's not getting away. Yeah. No. Um. But yeah, she like annihilates. So even worse, like they give her the weapon that kills them all. <laughs> Gives her the Dusta La Vista baby. <laughs> yes, Dusta La Vista baby. Yeah. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, she just absolutely annihilates them in. Like three seconds. Yeah, didn't even break a sweat. Yeah, and there's like eight vampires. <laughs> <laughs> there's like eight vampires that she takes out and leaves that guy going, oh, shit. <laughs> Whoopsie. Well, yeah, if Bloody Master took a run and died, so what are you going to do? <laughs> Hungry? I've lost my appetite for this one. She keeps looking at me. I'm trying to eat and she looks. All right, Buffy kind of angrily goes, go home, Xander. <laughs> and she turns to walk away. And Xander's like, Buffy. And she's like, I'm serious. <laughs> so am I. Something's up and you're acting like a crazy person. So that's the first thing I have an issue with is him telling her that she's a crazy person. Okay. Because this, yeah. Well, it just pisses me off because like, other than burning the vamp nest, she hasn't really been acting that irrationally. And by the way, she's burnt down plenty of other... Places. Yeah, actually, she's a pyro- she's- <laughs> pyromaniac, isn't she, old Buffy? <laughs> she's actually burnt down the schools. Yeah, she burnt down. Oh, more than. But then there was like she burnt down the gym of her previous school. That's why they ended up moving. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, to Sunnydale, and then she built burnt down the science building. <laughs> yeah, and then she burnt down. No, yeah, she completely burnt down the school. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I think her and her the- and Faith. Burnt down, like he used to Something. throw fire bombs and shit into crypts. Yeah, dangerous little pyromaniac, isn't she? Yeah, not the first time she's uh, burnt down a house. And it's going to be the last time. Oh hell no! <laughs> no 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 no! Buffy the pyro, <laughs> yes. right? Cool. <laughs> fire! 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 Um, and to be honest, I thought she was actually pretty in control considering the, the situation. Yeah, it did seem an odd line to say, didn't it? You're mm. like a crazy person. Also, a those slay us, slaying vampires. Yeah, and also those vampires attacked her. Yeah. 
like she didn't go and hunt them down. Yeah, aside from the killing the one that got away, but again, she is the slayer. If she's not slaying vampires, and is she even the slayer? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Buffy then goes and walks into some weird building that we've never seen before. Yeah, just open the open the. I don't know where the fuck she was going. Like, yeah, I don't think she knew either. Yeah, I'm just gonna walk in here. Uh, and then Xander's like, take this for instance. You don't want to deal, so you hide. It's not very slayer of slayer like. Um, Buffy's like, just leave me alone, Xander. You have no idea what's going on. And then Xander says, no, good. So you and Riley aren't imploding. Buffy turns to face him in surprise. It doesn't take a genius. What I can't figure out is how you never saw it coming. <laughs> Ooh. Now this, yeah. this, this fucking line <laughs> makes Jeez. me want to punch the screen because he had information that she didn't have. Riley actually talked to him about his issues, something he should have done with Buffy, but he didn't do that and she was completely blindsided by him. So I feel like this is Xander gaslighting her, like pretty much going, you're crazy, well, first he did call her crazy. Yeah. And then said, you know, how did you not see this coming? Hmm. <laughs> like, oh, my God. And then it, it continues because she's like, what? Who told you? And he's like, nobody told me, Buffy. It was right in my f- front of my Xander face. The guy would do anything for you. Again, not fucking true at yeah. all. Yeah. Because Riley had talked to him. He told him. Yes, exactly. About the issues that he was having. Mm. And then Buffy sort of fires at him. The guy got himself bit by a vampire. He lied to me. He ran around behind my back and almost got himself killed. And now he tells me he's leaving and with some covert military operation at midnight unless I convince him not to. Now tell me that you understand because I sure as hell don't. Mm. Which is a very fair statement from Buffy. And... Xander didn't know this information. He is surprised by this information. So he yeah. went into that argument thinking, thinking he knew everything. Thinking he knew everything. Yeah. Um, and then Xander's like, you going to let him go? And she's like, it's not my decision to make. It, it, it actually isn't Buffy's decision to make. <laughs> like, well, he, he, gave, he gave her a choice. Yeah. Yeah. And he gave her like pretty much 20 minutes <laughs> to get over something. Yeah. Like there was no... Let her think about it. Like she didn't even want to talk to him. Like she wasn't. Mm. She wasn't even ready to face him. And he's like, yeah. "No, nah, I'm leaving." I'm yeah, I guess. Yeah. Now. So then Buffy's like, "It's not my decision to make." Xander says, "Of course it is." <laughs> no. Mm, okay. No. Yeah. Riley made the choice to leave. If he wanted to stay and fix the relationship, he uh, would have given her more than an hour mm. to to deal with it. If he if he actually really wanted to stay. Yeah. Um, so Buffy's like, well, it's not fair. And Xander's like, who cares if, care if it's fair? Well, I care. Um, in about 20 minutes, Riley's going to disappear, maybe forever, unless you do something to stop him. And Buffy's like, what am I supposed to do? Beg him to stay? And Xander, in disbelief, why wouldn't you to keep Riley here? Because do you know what? What? Do you know what every girl loves doing? What's that, Eddie? Begging a guy to stay with them. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Yep. To show how much you love them, beg them to stay. Mm. Yeah. It, yeah. It puts her in a awkward position, doesn't it? Mm. Then Buffy's like, I don't even know who he is anymore. I mean, I thought he was dependable. And Xander says, dependable? What is he? State Farm. Now, this you know, is my thing. Do you know what State Farm is? No idea. I, I actually looked it up. What is it? It's an insurance company. Ah, okay. <laughs> 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 okay. It's like, is he, what is it? What is it? The RACV? Okay, that's probably not a good yeah. Um <laughs> all right. Uh so my whole thing is why why is dependable a bad thing? Like I've I have watched uh girlfriends in relationships with guys that are are not dependable. Um and they make horrible partners. Um cuz you know what a girl wants? A guy that goes on a 3-day bender and then invests all their rent money in crypto. Is that is, is that dependable? <laughs> No, that no. is not dependable. That's very, very oddly specific. <laughs> I don't do crypto, by the way, so I don't know where the fuck that came from. I wasn't if, talking if, about you. Oh, like, just in case the audience are like, oh, geez, what's Jared been doing? Three-day benders and crypto. No, no, I was talking about girlfriend. I honestly was not I was not talking about us. You, okay. you, are, you are actually dependable. Yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> Which I, is what I was saying is dependable is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like just disappearing for three days is, is not a good thing. No. Um. And then Buffy responds with, you know what I mean? And then Xander's like, yeah, I think you mean convenient. I think you took for granted that he was always going to show up and show up when you wanted him to and take off when you didn't. And I'm like, Mm. well, yeah, like, again, I I don't think this is a bad thing. Like, you don't want a partner that calls you 50 times a day while you're at work trying to do something else. Mm. Um, And then shows up for a date when you've already made a commitment to something else. Yeah. Like convenient? Mm. Um yeah, I know I've... I know people have broken up because circumstances has made the situation inconvenient. Like Yeah, I, I don't know what to say about that. Yeah. Are we st- is this we still going on, on the rant? It's still, yeah, I'm still Xander on, rant? Yeah, okay. I'm still on the Xander right, rant. I'll say I've got a few things to say, but I'll save it to the end. <laughs> All right. Um so, yeah, this is an issue with communication and the fact that Riley had nothing else, you know, he really had nothing else on and his sole focus was Buffy. And that probably made him feel constantly rejected by Buffy um, because, she, as as we've already said, she's she had a lot more things that came first Yeah. than Riley. Well, she's got a mother, vampires, and he's third, so... Oh, I think, I think he's even fourth or fifth because you still have to throw in college and... Oh, that's right. She goes to college. <laughs> college and Slayer Studies. Uh, are we going back to college or have we just given up um, on it now? No, I think I think they... This is also what kind of annoys me about the series is, yeah, they don't really... I kind of wish she got her college years. Like we... we she. So we are done with college? Yeah, they're pretty much done with it. Right, okay. Yeah. So it was just last season and this season she didn't go to college? I don't think we saw I her think she started going and then all of the stuff with her mum's happened. Yeah. So Is it is that ever brought up that she that she dropped out of college? Ah uh, yeah, it does get brought okay. up. Okay. No. All right. So she actually has dropped out. Is that official? Um not just yet. Okay. I think I think she might still be in college at this point in time, but it does get to the point where you, she is no longer. Yeah. In college. Don't. Um and then she 
Yeah. <laughs> but yes, but but college is still on the table at the moment. So mm. as I said, I think he's probably like fifth or sixth in line for her priorities. Well, I mean, that kind of sucks for him, doesn't it? Yeah, but like, do you want to make a relationship work? Well, maybe he needed to slot himself into some of those other aspects of her life. Hmm. If he was that concerned, like help her with the Slayer studies, help her, like, you know, go yeah. on patrol with her. Mm, um, yeah. Don't sit in a seedy bar all night drinking <laughs> with demons <laughs> yeah. and getting bit by vampires. That might have been a good thing to yeah. do. Like, good join thing. her. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, join her with the demon, demon fighting gang. Well, was, he, was he still a teacher's aide or was that just a cover? Oh, that was just a cover. Okay. He's way too dumb to be a teacher's aide. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then Buffy comes in and she she says, look who's talking. Look who has Anya following him around like a lovesick puppy. <laughs> and then Xander's like, oh boy, this is not about me. And Buffy's like, is she more than a convenience? Because that would kind of be a surprise. Um, mm. I, I do like that little burn from Buffy. Yeah. Um, because half the time he does act like he doesn't even like her. I get that sometimes too. Yeah. Yeah. Then Xander angrily is like, if you don't want to hear what I have to say, I'll shut up right now. And Buffy's like, good, because I don't. <laughs> so she starts to walk off. Xander's like, I lied. Uh, what I think you got burned with, Angel. And then Riley showed up. Um, she didn't just get burned by Riley. <laughs> there was another guy in there. It's been pretty much every guy she's dated yeah. she got burned by. Um and I, I guess Parker was meant to be the rebound guy. Yeah, he, I was going to say, you forgot that guy. Yeah, he, he was the rebound guy over. who pretty much, she she was vulnerable and opened up to him and he mm. pretty much yeah. rejected her. Um, mm. So I don't think it was just Angel. No. Um, Buffy says, I'm like, I know the story, Xander. And then Xander's like, but you missed the point. You shut down Buffy and you've been treating Riley like the rebound guy. When he's the one that comes along once in a lifetime. <laughs> um, he's never held back with you. He's risked everything and you're about to let him fly because you don't like ultimatums. And that's when she pretty much does the runner. Um, so the shutdown comment, I'm guessing that comes from the fact that she hasn't said I love you back to Riley. Yeah. Uh, but I think... They just aren't speaking the same love language. Now, do you know much about love languages? Uh, no, my yeah, I'm not great on love language. <laughs> I can only say curse so, words. <laughs> so yeah, there's five five love languages. So there's words words of affirmation, 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 uh, quality time, physical touch, acts of service, giving and receiving gifts. Okay. Yeah. And they are definitely not speaking the same love language. So her actions are also saying that she loves him. I'd say Buffy's love language is physical touch. Mm -hmm. And Riley's is words of affirmation. Okay. Which is why there's so why there are so many issues. So I mean you you're you're saying Buffy is completely in the right in this and hasn't done anything wrong. I, is that I, what you're going to say? I haven't said she hasn't. Look, she's. So what are her faults? You're saying that he doesn't get involved with her things, but does she invite him to it? 
Do like, you always have to be invited to this? Well, I mean, possibly. No, it, it's actually about the fact that he hasn't told her that he is having these issues. But like even when uh, I think it's a previous what? episode where Spike mentions that she's gone to the hospital and she didn't even tell you. Mm. So, so should, she she was, have, should she have told him? She probably forgot. Well, she, that's interesting, yeah. isn't it? She forgot. Well, well she that's probably, not well, a priority. She, well, she for, had for, a lot on her mind, and again, he wasn't around. Yeah, I mean, but like, well, the only reason, <laughs> and oh, look, the only reason Spike knew was because he was around. Yeah, but I'm not saying whether Spike knew or not. The fact that she didn't tell him, well, she could have called and told him, yeah. but she didn't because she either forgot or, maybe or she, wasn't a high priority mm. to tell the person that you love that I'm going into hospital to see my mum. My mum's in hospital. So knowing that, that's, that is a bit of a gut punch, isn't it? If you were dating someone and you found out through someone else that their parents were in hospital and they didn't tell you that. I mean, is, and it re- is it really something you'd bring up saying, hey, how come you didn't tell me your mum was in hospital? Like it comes off as a little, a little aggressive, like demanding someone of that when they're in this situation, when they're upset that, hey, mm-hmm. why didn't you tell me? So maybe in some ways he does sort of have a point that she, he wasn't on her high radar and he knew that mm. and he just sort of had given up in the end now you can say communication's an issue but there's only so much where you have to tell someone hey wh- wh- why aren't you doing this to me why aren't you doing that you know some people don't like doing that some people don't know how to communicate with that maybe sometimes you think yeah, but well, well, should i be communicating that but you're blaming buff so you're so you're blaming buffy solely for that even though she was in a it's, i'm not blaming she, i'm not blaming her for really was, anything she was but probably I'm, in a headspace where she wasn't really thinking about anything other than her mum yeah i get that i get i'm just sort of saying like if he's saying he's he's feeling he's not on her priority and then spike mentioning that how she's in her mum's in hospital and him not knowing is kind of a good example of how well, she wasn't on his high priority list to tell. Yeah, did I've already, she, did she said, I've already said. No, she didn't. She didn't tell anyone. She didn't tell anyone. She didn't tell anyone. Okay. Because she also said when she started telling people, it made it more mm. real. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying what she did was a bad thing or wrong thing, but I could see how someone could be a little well, upset my mom, from that. My mum was in and out of hospital constantly. I don't think I had told you every time she went in and out well, of hospital. Well, no, but this was the first initial time for her for that to happen, so it was a pretty big deal. I'm not saying what she did was wrong, but I'm saying I could see why he might be upset by that. This doesn't really justify everything that he's done yeah, or anything Buff- like that. Yeah, but Buffy had also but said... I don't, you know, these are issues that sort of caused things. But Buffy so. also said to him she apologised for it. Okay, yeah. You have to realise she she had already apologised for that. She had said, I'm sorry, I actually didn't tell anyone because the moment I started talking about it and telling people, it made it too real. Yeah. So she had already apologised for this and had already realised that it was a mistake. Yeah. And then he throws it in her face. <laughs> like, yeah, we didn't need to do that. Yeah. He probably could have said, uh, what he probably should have said was, you've never said I love you back to me. I think she'd know that though. No. Wouldn't like, she? Because no? that's probably the biggest issue here is that no. she never said I love you back to him. Yeah. Though one of the times that you've seen him do that, it wasn't actually her. It was Faith. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Let's, is that it? All right. Um, now. Giles, make us stop. Oh, no. We've got one more. Buffy's eyes begin to water as Xander's words finally get through. And Xander said, if he's not the guy, if what he needs from you just isn't there, 
let him go, break his heart and make it a clean break. But if you really think you can love this guy, I'm talking scary, messy, no emotions barred needed. If you're ready for that, then think about what you're about to lose. Okay, so scary, messy, no emotions barred. I kind of read as code for obsessive, toxic and manipulative. And these are not good things. No, they're not. And yeah, I think he did want what she had with Angel, but that was also a very toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then B- Buffy runs off and she does that freaking airport trope run, to, you know, the, the trope of running the train to the airport station. or the train station or the bus stop or whatever it is. Or the ferry. <laughs> Sunnydale has all of those. <laughs> um. Yeah, this big romantic run gesture, you know, will she make it, won't she make it? And it's this big bombastic score, like romantic music mm. playing. Um, I did see someone swap it out for like um, different music that made it seem like there was a bomb on the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> um, the speed music. <laughs> Um, and uh, again, like, do you think they could have fixed their relationship if she had have made it in time? No. <laughs> it was done and dusted. All right. Uh, so that wait, was, uh, no, that's not the end of rant. No, All right. No, no, okay. No. And then at the this end. It's gone longer than a Riley rant, by the way. <laughs> I know. I, I, I honestly think Xander pisses me off. It, yeah, so can we talk about, the, it was a really odd speech I, f- I felt. It mm. sort of really came out of nowhere. From Xander? Yeah. Well, in yeah, in general, like yeah, just really sort of came out like he just knew everything and and knew what to say, um, and didn't, but he didn't really, mm. which it was sort of weird, and I was, I was kind of like, what the hell is this all about? Where's this all come from? Yeah, uh, and it didn't really make much sense either. Like everything you just read out did, really didn't make much sense. It was almost it was written for a different character in a different movie, and I've just copy pasted in here and thought it kind of matched a little bit yeah it's it just seemed odd and now they're walking into the not odd for xander because he does have these what the you know shut the fuck up xander moments where he does start lecturing buffy about um how terrible she is yeah um and all the mistakes she's making and all the terrible things she's doing to other people it's one of those things where he'll just start blurting it out in front of all these other people without maybe taking her aside and talking to her about them. Yeah. Like, it, it's not unusual for Xander to do that. No, yeah, and then she sort of agrees in the end. I'm like, this doesn't really make any sense. Mm. Well, I think That's when she's weird. sort of faced, for the, faced with that. Well, the apart, from that the, f- apart from the Empire, which says, look, you've got a choice. Do you want to go with, go with him or not, you know? But everything else up, up to that Buffy, point. Well, that was the thing. I don't think Buffy wanted to lose Riley. No, no, I don't think she did, but it seemed like the choice was already made for her and she couldn't really do anything about it. And, yeah. And, and then when she tried to do something, it didn't work. And like, then, was oh, well. the damage already done, but she didn't even realise that she had done the damage. Yeah. So it's it like trying to put out a fire when the whole house is already lit, you mm-hmm. know. It's like you know, Standing there with a garden hose. With a garden hose. It's like, oh, this is kind of pointless, you know, mm-hmm. a bit late now. So. But if she had have known earlier. Maybe. Maybe. maybe maybe she could have done something. Guess we'll never know, Eddie. No, we'll never know. Uh, and then, but Xander also does that weird speech at the end to Anya. 
<laughs> uh, what speech was that? Where he stands there and says how he loves loves her wholeheartedly, like with all his heart and soul, deeply. Like he just mm-hmm. blabbers on. Yeah. yeah. So again, like they, they have very good communication skills. Yeah, I guess they do. Which is probably why they work. <laughs> For now. <laughs> For now. <laughs> Well, they don't break up because of their communication skills. Okay. I don't know what happens, but anyway, I'm looking forward to finding out. Are we done with that now, Eddie? Can we move on? Yep. All right. Okay. I didn't really have much to say about this episode, to be honest. Are you done for your notes? Um, those The Black Ops guys were doing your favorite trope. What was that? Where they're standing in the dark room, <laughs> like waiting for him to come home. What are they doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just standing in the dark. Just standing in the dark, huh? Just standing there in the dark. Yeah. Waiting for him. They're probably like sitting there like playing Twister or something. And they hear, <laughs> oh, quick, he's coming. Quick, everyone get up. Pack the shit away. <laughs> and just stand at the dark, wait for him to walk in. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Okay. That's um, a... Yeah, no, nah, that's all I've got. Okay, all right. Um, so, had you seen this episode? No, no, no. New episode for me. Uh, um, and did you go down a rabbit hole? Uh, did the name of this episode, Into, Into the, the Woods, Woods. Yeah, it's based a, off a hybrid Grimm's Tale yeah, f- it's, play. It's a play. And, and it was made into a movie just made recently into, too. It was made into a movie. It's a terrible movie. Is it? It's got uh, Bill Streep in it, I think. Yep. It's like the... The witch of all the from all the movies, yep. all the stories. I don't know. I watched it going, oh my god, this is terrible. It's like a big ma- mash of all the Grimm's tales. So you had Rapunzel yeah. in there. You had Cinderella. Jack the, Cinderella, Jack and the Beanstalk was in there. Yeah. Something about the father was stealing beans from her garden or something like that, and she punished him by. So it was like it's got all the. Yeah. It's like if you want the greatest hits of Grimm's Tales. Yeah. It's a red, so, I think red Riding Hood's in there. Yeah, red Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah. yeah. Although they're not they're not Grimm's Tales, are they? Are they? Yeah, it's like it's like a whole mash of um fairy tales. Yeah, Snow White's in there maybe or something to do with Snow yeah. White. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, it, it's it's terrible. like oh, I'm just not a fan. So Of what? Of Into the Woods. Oh, the the oh, the movie. Yeah. Okay. But it was based on a play, though. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you never seen the play? No. No. I just watched the movie and went, "Wow, that was a waste of time." <laughs> um, and and by the way, I I love a musical, but I don't know this one. Was it was the movie a musical? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But it's like one of those musicals where everything's sung. Oh. Um, which I don't particularly like. Yeah. Okay. Oh, isn't Cats like that? Um. Cats doesn't even have a narrative. So. <laughs> but there were, there's no talking in Cats, is it? They're always oh, singing? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. Well, apart from Cats. I think Cats and Lame is... So Cats gets away with it because the songs are the narrative. But we're talking about like... When, when an, oh, it's an actual narrative of a story and everything is sung all the yeah, way through. So like Lame is where every single line is sung. Yeah. Did they do that in... Um, Sweeney Todd as well. I think they did that. Remember that movie? Yeah, I maybe. think they did that in that film too. I can't remember. I think everything was sung as well. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan when everything is yeah, like. Yeah. Even when they're talking, they're and they're talking, talking like on the this. phone, and they're talking to their friends. <laughs> they're talking like this. Would you like a coffee? Yes, I like a coffee. One. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a coffee? Coffee. Coffee. 
<laughs> no, we suck. We suck. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, I'm not a fan of the. I, yeah. I don't even. I don't even know what the name of what you call that when it's everything is sung. Yeah. Uh, I think it's called it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, on that note, uh, should we get into question time? Yeah. The question. All right, Eddie. All right. So, which character was your favourite in this episode? Me, yeah, I like Spike. Yeah, every, everyone was pretty awful in this episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. Spike. Spike is probably. Well, Spike gets rid of uh, Riley. So yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. Spike. Spike's the little catalyst in this uh, episode. Yeah, he is. Um. Which character do you love to hate? (laughs) (laughs) Is it it Riley? (laughs) Riley Finn. Which character do you love to hate? (laughs) No, I should just say Riley Finn. Which character do you love to hate? It's the Jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Riley Um, Finn. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm giving it equal Riley Xander. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that final scene was a bit weird. Yeah. All right, LOL moment. I did like the fake steak. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I've got Anya saying, I've been very good for this story. If it wasn't for me, Giles would be a terrified old man staring at a quarterly tax statement and wetting, his, wetting himself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Standing up for herself. Yeah. Anya, Anya. Anya. Anya, Anya. Anya, Anya. Uh, favorite fight scene? Uh, the Buffy versus the Junkie Vamps was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, like three seconds she takes out yeah. like eight of them. It's pretty, yeah. pretty she, nonchalant. Just she yeah. freaking annihilates them. Just yeah, like, like I don't think you've seen her annihilate a vamp like vampires like that many vampires that quickly. I don't even think she did. They, did she get a hit? I don't know. They I, didn't touch her. I don't think they did. Yeah, it was just bang, 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 bang. Yeah, yeah. Like she absolutely. Annihilation. And I think she even did the roll her eyes like, oh, God, I just really have a fucking time for yeah. this, you know? Yeah. You go, can you guys piss off or something? Yeah. <laughs> Not in the mood. And she and she did warn them. Yeah. She's yeah, like, like, maybe don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Favourite scene. So I, I mentioned before, I did like with Riley and Spike having yeah. their moment and then they sit down and start chatting. And they drink. They're having a drink. They're yeah, having like, a drink they're together. Passing this drink back and forth. Like a scotch or something. Yeah, or, yeah. Straight of, out of the bottle. Yeah. Jesus. Um, I actually do have that as my. No, see, there scene. is something positive. Yes, of course. Um, oh, I think I said that as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I had to bring it, it up. But it was the fact that um, yeah, but it was also Spike being Spike doing his little worm tongue, mm. finding his insecurity. Yeah. And just poking at, like, and just rubbing a bit of salt in it, poking at it. And, yeah, he ends up leaving because of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, I'm just going to read out part of that. Like, this is this is probably the rub the salt in the wound yeah, comment right, go on. that he makes. He's like, oh, come on. You're not the long haul guy and you know it. Finn's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know it or else you wouldn't be getting sock jobs from two-bit vampire trolls. The girl needs some monster in her, man. And 
that's just not in your nature, no matter how low you try to go. Mm. <laughs> I do like that comment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, least favourite scene. Uh, I think the Buffy run into the chopper was a little lame. Oh, God, yeah. Get to the chopper! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, there's too many in this this one. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll have Xander. I'll go with, like, the Xander Buffy. Xander speech. We don't need to go through that all over again. No. <laughs> All right, um, yep. And her relationship with Riley and, you know, yep. Riley was the problem, not her. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but yep. apparently he made her. Oh, we, were just, like, we just spent 40 yes. minutes going through that already. <laughs> You're not going to read it Fine. again. Right? Don't read. No. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to read it again. All right. Favorite quote. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you just read this one. It was from Spike in that same scene. Uh. Spike says to Riley about Buffy, sometimes I envy you so much it chokes me and sometimes I think I got a better deal to be that close to her and not have her. To be all alone even though you're holding her, feeling her, feeling her beneath you, surrounding you, the scent. No, you got the better deal. Fine, I can do it myself. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, mine is Anya and she says, that's very humorous. Make fun of the ex-demon. I can just hear you in private. I dislike that, Anya. She's newly human and strangely literal. <laughs> hmm. All right. Who gets the wooden spoon? I gave it to the vamp junkies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They sucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, come on. That was good. All right. Who's the MVP of the oh, who, who who did you who's your Oh it's Riley. Oh no. <laughs> Um Uh MVP which is did you ask me that? Sorry? Yeah, who's the MVP of the episode? Um I wrote down Spike, but uh No, nah, it's, it's Spike. It is okay. It's yeah. Spike. And you know why? Why? Because he's the one that shows Buffy what Riley's doing, which starts Yeah, but the he whole. was he was sort of he was getting off on that because he, he's got his own uh, ulterior motives for showing that. So he can split them up and he can maybe, yeah. I don't know. He was trying to split them up. And look, I'm he, just saying, I'm his... saying he's the MVP because he gets rid of. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that too. Yeah. Riley. And yeah, he succeeds. Yes. He succeeded. Yes. And he then did. he has that little moment in the crypt where he can rub a bit more salt in the wound and say all the things to Riley to confirm how Riley's feeling. And Riley left. Yeah. So, yes, Spike gets the MVP. Well done, Spike. Because I'm glad to see the end of Riley. Yes, you are. Is the show going to be boring without him now? <laughs> no? No. No? No. Just better. Just better. Uh, what do you rate this episode out of 10? I'll give it a three. Uh, projectile planks of wood. <laughs> I give it one out of ten fake plastic wood grain steaks. Oh yeah, that was better. And you gave it a high, and I gave it a higher rating than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, Eddie. Uh, it's only happened a couple of times. See, I'm still generous. Even when something's bad, I still give points for <laughs> for effort. 
So everything's like a three or a seven, eight. Oh, look, most of the time my, my scores are pretty high, but mm. yeah, at the moment. But no. for those three, I just can't. No. And as I said, season five is a struggle for me. Yeah. On a good day. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that sucks too. All right. Uh, Want to wrap this up, Eddie? Sure thing. Well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode tonight with us. I hope you've enjoyed your time with us. We are Nerd Subculture. My name is Jared. I'm Edwina. You are Edwina. And where can you find us, Edwina? You can find us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. There's a Facebook group. And you can email us at nerdsubculture at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, uh, follow the link tree in the socials for the merch store. Yes, so like, share, subscribe. Show us a comment. Do you like Riley or Xander? Let us know. <laughs> it is rolling her eyes. No one likes Xander. No, all right, Riley. no one likes Xander Riley. Anyway, ben, we'll, no one's we'll leave it there. Take care. Bye. Just shot a bear.